Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hi there, it's Wendy Snyder in for Lisa Dent. Lisa is back in action tomorrow. Uh, I am honored to talk to uh, the legendary Tom freaking Skillen. <laughs> <laughs> legendary, huh? I- I'll tell you. Okay. Well, you read that just the way I uh, I wrote it for you. Uh, I know. That's good. Thanks for sending me your intro. It's <laughs> yeah. fun. It, you yeah. know, Tom, I am so, this is probably the last time I'm going to speak to you before your retirement. And tributes are pouring in. The Wiener Circle oh. posted that marquee for you. Uh, Chicago yeah. Party Ant has her panties in a bunch because you're retiring. <laughs> Well, you know what, Wendy? Breaking news: I'm not dying. I uh, know, and they're not putting me in a casket and and down eight feet, you know, six feet down. Um, you know, there's there's kind of a funereal quality to this when people say, "Oh, you're retiring." I I think to myself, "Gosh, am I? You know, is it all over? Am I uh, am I dying or something?" But you know what? Um, look, I uh, I hope to be doing things uh, beyond the retiring from day to day weather, but. I'll tell you, it's going to be nice to kind of slow down a little bit, uh, Wendy. It's been a half century of work, and I've been, gosh, have I been lucky to be on the air here in Chicago for 45 years. My gosh, I I think of, you know, it's amazing. And you'll you'll face this, Wendy, one day. You're young now, and that's not happening uh, at this point. But I'll tell you, it all flies by so fast uh, in many respects. Although, you know, we were out in my old stomping ground in Aurora uh, taping some pieces over the weekend, and I'm telling you, it brings back such memories, but it seems so long ago when I go up there, uh, you know, to my middle school and my high school that I went to out there, and I started my broadcast career out in uh, Aurora, too. Uh, Because, um, may I just say, you started because as a 14-year-old, I just recently learned this, you wrote a letter to a radio station in Aurora saying, you know what, give me the information and I can do a better weather forecast for for Aurora than the Chicago. Can you imagine? You you know what, I was never a kid who was very sure of myself, and yet I I think back on that, and I think the audacity uh, to have uh, written a letter. But I'll I'll tell you how that came about. Um, When you were a young kid interested in the weather back in those days, there was no Internet. You know, you got a sense. All you had available to you was what was in the newspaper. And I used to get a publication from Washington, D.C., and when my family moved out to Aurora from New Jersey, where my dad had commuted into New York and worked every day, this weather map I had mailed to me from uh, the superintendent of documents in Washington, D.C., arrived four days later. Uh, I used to get it the next day out in New Jersey. So I wrote this radio station, WKKD out there, and thought, you know, a radio station can do anything, and maybe they would get me some current weather maps. So, and I'm told uh, after the fact, I hadn't remembered this, that the letter was eight pages long. (laughs) So, Wendy, I was as long-winded then as I am now. (laughs) Well, that's why we love you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. 
I'll tell you, you know, every time I do a piece with our news people, I think, you poor devils, you've got to <laughs> pick a soundbite out of this thing I just gave you, which is encyclopedia length. Um, but, so I always feel sorry for any producer working with me. But um, but boy, so, I've been lucky to have a little extra time on the air. Well, I'm telling you, so uh, as a 14-year-old, they took you up on your offer, and did you do a weather forecast for them? And then you moved on to Channel 60 in Aurora, WLXT, at 18? Really? Yeah. Boy, you have done your homework. I have. Yeah, you know, isn't it amazing? Um, yeah, and I had my first teletype at Channel 60 out in Aurora. We used to, they called it the service C teletype. It gave coded uh, uh, surface weather observations and uh, coded weather balloon observations. And I would hand plot those every day. There was another young fellow who was going to Marmion Military Academy out there, Bill Grobel. And I haven't talked to Bill in decades. I don't know whether he's still in the area or not. But he was interested in the weather. And we would all come down to the TV station, which was right on the banks of the Fox River in downtown Aurora on Stolp Avenue near the Leland Hotel, which is the the iconic the multi-story hotel in downtown Aurora. And uh, we would gather there every afternoon right after school, and we would start hand-plotting these maps. And, and then I would go on the air at 6.30, and my brother helped me build this weather set. We painted a U.S. map, and we put plexiglass on top of it, and, and I did the weather there and it's on television. So that's how I started my TV career, and wow. I'd done radio there on WKKD for three years before that, and then went up to the University of Wisconsin and did my studies and worked there. So... It's been an interesting ride, I'll tell you that. And this is your 46th year at WGN-TV? Isn't that something? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, started in 1978. And, uh, boy, what a what an interesting ride that has been. You know, when I started at WGN, we had Phil Donahue there, and we had Bozo. And so the station would, uh, they, the hallway would fill up with <laughs> Phil Donahue viewers who would stand in line, and they were ushered into Studio 2. And then once we got them seated, uh, Studio 3 was where Bozo went, took place, and then the Bozo group would come in. And so they would line up in the hall. So I'll tell you, it it was a really happening place uh, back then, still is. Yeah, um, totally. And, very interesting. All right, uh, we're, we're going to take a quick break. I just, um, the history talking to you, and you have spawned so many weather nerds. Honestly, I'm one of them. So we are going to take yeah. a quick break, and then we'll be back and talk to Tom Skilling about this um, not very sunny, but not very chilly weather we're having here on 720 WGN. Mary has a look at your weather and traffic. Hi, it's Wendy Snyder in for Lisa Dent, and Lisa returns tomorrow, yay! But right now, we continue our conversation with Tom Skilling, which is sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems. Tom, it is really just such an honor to talk to you. I follow your Facebook page, and it kind of looks like a, a Grateful Dead show today with all the colors and swirls that are going around. I know. Well, you know, um, this is a classic El Nino winter across the country, and they're getting set in California for the onslaught of a whole series of storms. We're going to be hearing about that, I'm afraid. I, I think they'll probably have some flooding and big high-elevation snows. El Ninos tend to produce a lot of storms. 
Now, this will be great for their reservoirs. They'll get too much of a good thing, I fear. Uh, but on the other hand, do you know there's a 225-mile-per-hour jet stream blowing the, almost the length of the Pacific Ocean right across the Pacific? So if you got on a plane in Tokyo and were flying to Los Angeles, you'd have a 225-mile-an-hour head a tailwind part of the way. Wow. And your flight would pass in, in amazing time. I imagine folks coming out of Hawaii are getting uh, home uh, here in the lower 48 a lot faster, too, because there's a tailwind there. On the other hand, if you're going out there, you're fighting that wind, and so I'm sure the airlines are routing the flights around that. But storms ride those jet streams, and when the jet streams get strong, the storms get strong, and that's what's going to hit California and the West pretty soon. And what will happen is one of those storms will cross the Rockies and move through the southern states over the weekend, that ought to be interesting. They ought to have a lot of rain on the way and probably some uh, severe weather. But we'll be north of the precipitation from that, but there will be a tight pressure gradient between that southern storm and a big Canadian high up in Hudson Bay. So we're going to get windy from the east, and it will be coming right in off Lake Michigan. And by Sunday, we ought to have some 30-mile-an-hour wind gusts going, even though the skies will be partly sunny, I think, on Sunday. So we'll what, be affected by these storms, too. When is the last time we really had a full day of sunshine? You know what? Uh, yesterday was the first day in eight wow. that we had sunshine. Um, and it uh, we've only had about... January is never a month with a lot of sunshine, interestingly. Uh, it's our second cloudiest month of the year. And it joins March and November in the, with that distinction. Uh, but uh, we've had only about 70% our, our normal uh, kind of anemic January sunshine around here. So I think we're probably all suffering from some degree of sad seasonal affective disorder. Uh, Absolutely. This cloudy month we've had. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'll take it because honestly, it, we had a very cold, what was it, like a week, a week and a half? It was bitter yeah, cold, but then days. that's it. It's been, we've yeah. been lucky. We have been very lucky, and uh, we're not alone in that. On the other hand, you know, uh, if you're, you engage in winter sports or you you make a part of your living removing snow, this has not been a banner year for you. And I, I can't even imagine what the uh, ski resorts and all up north are doing. Um, I, they can make some snow, but they don't have near the snow that uh, we normally have at this time of the year. Uh, and that's all product of El Nino. And, and it looks like every one of the next two weeks, every day in the next two weeks, will average above normal. Even though it'll feel kind of chilly near the lake uh, later this week as the winds turn in off the lake Thursday afternoon, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, but, yeah, it's been an unusually snowless winter around here. We had 50% of our snow. We have about 20 inches of snow on the books right now uh, for the season. And uh, 50% of that came during those 10 days of Arctic air that we had in here that we just got rid of uh uh, not last weekend, but this past weekend, but the weekend before. All right, and you're going to join Woodstock Willie on Friday, are you not, for Groundhog Day? I can't wait yes. to hear your prediction. <laughs> yes. Well, in fact, Woodstock Willie stopped by the weather office yesterday. He's very nice, by the way, uh, Wendy. He was asking about you. I saw uh, the pictures. <laughs> I'll tell you, he he was great. Yeah, we're going up there. Marcus Lashock from the morning show, and I will be up there. 
and they invited me uh, as part of the retirement uh, thing. So I'm, I'm, I've never gone up there. I've seen the video all these years of uh, Groundhog Day up in Woodstock, where, of course, the movie with Bill Murray was shot. So I'm dying to go up and meet folks and uh, and participate in that. And Woodstock will come up with his his famous forecast that I've derided all these years uh, because I, I don't trust a, a seasonal forecast from a, a member of the Roden family. But I, you know, <laughs> I must say Woodstock is very. Uh, Woodstock Willie is very friendly, so I I think I'm going to update my view of him. Uh, you know. <laughs> That's good to know. So, and yeah. and you have another eclipse coming this year, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I the details of that I'm not uh, quite sure of, except that uh, you know I think we may go down to Carbondale again, which is where we saw the one. Uh, you know, back in when was it? 2017. I, I, I'm trying to think of the year now. That was amazing. Yes, so we're you're... gonna go back down again, and we'll keep our fingers crossed that we don't get clouds to block it. Yeah, I, I you were just—it was so um, heartwarming to see your reaction. I love your passion. I really do, Tom. We all do. And, you know, I know it's not funereal. You're not going anywhere. But we're going to miss seeing you every single day because we you're the only person we trust. Oh, you are so sweet. I, I'll tell you something. Well, I'm going to keep in touch. I've got to post on Facebook, and I'm hoping to do things with uh, WGN. I, you know, we've got some projects in mind. And uh, so I'm going to talk to the folks there and... Maybe I'll pop in on some severe weather coverage or something like that. We'll we'll see what comes of all this. But thank you, Wendy. That's very nice of you. I I have the best viewers in the world. You do and the best listeners, and I I've been a very 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 lucky weather guy. I'll tell you that. Well, be honest with us. You have to be thinking about writing a book because you've witnessed a oh. lot of the weather anomalies, great things, bad things. Got to write a book, Tom. You know, some people have said that. Um, I'll, I'll think about that. Um, you know, that that might be kind of interesting. I, I have seen some things. Yeah. And, you know, just the evolution of our business, the broadcast business, my word, the changes that uh, have gone on all these years and continue to go on. It's just the nature of the business. So, um, yeah, that's – well, uh, Wendy, I'll, I'll mark your – suggestion down and let's see maybe we'll do something on that that's kind of cool all right well we love you tom and uh weather forecast for the rest of this afternoon yeah just more of the clouds little sprinkles maybe a snow flurry every now and then and that'll go in into the first half of tonight and then tomorrow turns partly sunny so does thursday we'll get into the 40s uh, the next couple of days Although Thursday afternoon, the wind will start turning off the lake. And then the rest of the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even into Monday, will go uh, with partly cloudy skies. Watch that storm south of us turn these easterly winds in off the lake. So it'll be probably in the 40s inland and uh, 30s right along the lakeshore uh, as we go into the weekend. Give Woodstock Willie a high five for me, won't you, Tom? Oh, he was asking about you, Wendy. You know, he thinks the world of you. So I, I'll, I'll tell him. He'll all be, right, he'll want all the all the information on Wendy. I'll tell you. So. All right, Tom freaking skill, and you're the you're the best. Thank you so much. You are so sweet. Thank you. Hey, have a great day. You as well. And news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom, right here, seven twenty WGN.